This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, December 5th, 2014. I'm Caleb Brown. Europe's economies have performed poorly over the last several years, and a big part of the problem is the regulatory push for banks to deleverage. Steve Hankey is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. He comments on how Europe can get back on track. Europe's performance has been very weak. Uh, we, we all know the, the structural problems with the welfare state, and, and uh, if you look at any kind of metric measuring the degree of free market uh, space in Europe, it's, it's quite limited and quite restricted, even relative to the United States. So, so that's a long-term problem, but the, the cyclical problem, uh, let's say post-Lehman, is, is all related to the money supply. And the money supply, broadly measured, is, is made up mainly of money that is produced by banks, commercial banks. About 90% of all the money in Europe is produced by commercial banks. So if you look at the European Central Bank, the central bank for the Eurozone, uh, they, they provide about uh, 10% of, of the total money supply, meaning it's peanuts. The elephant in the room is banks. So you've got to look at what's going on with banks. So when you say that, uh, when you say that the European Central Bank is responsible for creating only 10% of the money, the banks have money. It's just a matter of it being transmitted out into the economy, right? Well, the... The, the banks have money, but the, the banks' balance sheets are, are becoming smaller and smaller, and, and the amount of uh, quantity of risk assets that they have, meaning loans and, and mortgages, is, is shrinking. And, and the amount of overall credit in Europe is, is actually lower than it, is, uh, than it was at the time Lehman went down. So, so we've had a, a shrinking or deleveraging of these banks. Basically, they they have they have less and less ammunition to uh, uh, allow them to emit credit into the economy. And about eighty percent of the jobs in Europe are created by small and medium-sized enterprises. That's enterprises with less than fifty employees, and and they run on credit. It's different than the United States, and that is, in the United States, you know, they small businesses emit bonds, and and uh, whether they're, whether they're high quality or junk, it doesn't make any difference. They they finance themselves with with bond financing, and they use banks. In Europe, they almost all all use banks exclusively. There's very very small capital market in Europe. And that's another structural problem, of course. They, they, they have very limited capital markets, and small and medium-sized businesses have very little access to capital markets. What would you uh, say are the key impediments to an improving European economy? Yeah, the, 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 the big impediment over the short run, uh, we, we all know the, the long-run solution is this structural business of introducing more uh, deregulation, less red tape, lower government expenditures. I mean, you're talking about France, for example, big economy in Europe, 56% of GDP is accounted for by the government. So it's, it's huge compared to the U.S. If you take state and local governments and federal governments, it's only about 31, 32%. It's 56% in, 
in France. And, and most of the European countries are, are over 50 percent. So they, they have public sectors that are much, much larger than we have in the United States. So, so that's, a, that's a long-term kind of problem that, that will eventually have to be fixed. The short-term cyclical thing that you're reading about in the paper all the time uh, that's associated with the fact that Europe is, is almost vir virtually in a recession now. I mean, some countries in Europe, like Italy, are in a recession right now. It's, it's money. Money dominates. Money and credit are the most important thing to, that, that, that account for the slump that they've had. And, and so you say, well, what, what, what's going on with the banks? The banks are, are being over-regulated in the sense that regulations have gone up in the, in the move to deleverage the banks and sh shrink the banks and beat up on bankers is, is in vogue now, not internationally, by the way, but it hurts and pinches Europe much more than anyone else because small and medium-sized businesses depend so heavily on banks for credit. Do we know what the appropriate amount of leverage would be for uh, financial institutions well, in Europe? We, we, I, I don't know the answer to that $64,000 question. Sure. How, however, the, the one thing you're saying, well, why is Europe in a slump right now? And, 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 and I, know, I know why they're in a slump, and that is the, the regulations have been ramped up since the financial crisis started. And, and uh, that ramping up of regulations we know has is, is been directed towards deleveraging banks, shrinking banks, re reducing the amount of assets that they have that are exposed to what they call risk assets. We, we would call them commercial loans, mortgages. And that kind of thing. So they, they've done some internal shifting within their balance sheets. The balance sheets, the assets have gone down, but also there's been shifting away from risk assets and risky positions. This has been due to regulation, and, and more, more and more of their assets are held in, in so-called risk-free, which is a joke, and that means a government paper. You see, so they're not—they're not loaning money to businesses. They're not uh, loaning money to individuals who want mortgages. What are they doing? They're investing in government bonds. And how much of those uh, government bonds are in governments that are troubled right now? Well, uh, quite a, quite a few. And this is this is one of the this is another problem that they have in Europe is that the. The, the banks have, in effect, been, been weakened by this, uh, shall we say, nudging them into the uh, government paper market because it, it's certainly the, the fringe, uh, we all know uh, the most recent uh, blow-up was in Portugal, but what we also know about Cyprus, we know about Greece, we know about the problems in Italy. Uh, and, and, and all the banks in those countries have, have been encouraged by regula regulators to invest in, in sovereign bonds. Just to help our listeners understand what uh, you're talking about when you say that uh, banks are being nudged into government paper, uh, when a bank holds government paper, that's treated differently when it comes to reserve requirements than other assets would yeah, be. Yeah, ab absolutely. That's the, that's the key point. Uh, the government paper ha has what they call a zero risk weight, meaning that the banks don't have to have e equity capital backing up 
the investments that they make in, in those risk-free assets like government bonds, whereas uh, other assets in their loan book have various degrees of risk weighting, and you have to hold higher and higher amounts of capital, uh, equity capital, to, to back up those uh, loans that you're making. Steve Hankey is director of the Cato Institute's Troubled Currencies Project. You can read more at our website, cato.org.